everything. So I pray to do when I come to this event is uh, either confirm what, what I'm seeing in other research or find new trends and new ideas or things like that. I mean, uh, one of the things that I started seeing in the last year is uh, the concept of uh, growing through cost-cutting at the executive level. It's something that it's always been present at the tactical level, but it never really made it to the strategic level until and why is ago. it strategic now? Uh, that's a great question. I'm still trying to find the answer. But, it, but what I'm sensing is, you know, growth is always uh, a, a necessity for every business. Uh, you're not going to have a business that remains stagnant forever and remain healthy forever. You need to continuously grow. Uh, the reason that this is actually becoming a necessity is because uh, the, 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 the technologies and the strategies that we're seeing for artificial intelligence and optimization and uh, uh, personalization and all that actually lead to cost reduction. So it's more of a observation change to strategy than a, like leading from, from, from above. So, you know, when, when you look at strategic growth in a company, you have two, two ways to do it. You go grassroots level from the bottom up where like something changes and then the executives notice and then they make it a priority to, to do that or top down, which we also call the flying magazine priority, right? I mean, the CEO, right? What kind of flying magazine? magazine they, they fly airline magazine priority. Uh -huh. the, the CEO running an airline magazine that pick your favorite technology is the latest and greatest thing. So now he goes and promotes that that's what they're going to do and that's what the company gets behind. You know, they, it, so they, it seems so like... not that now. No, it's actually, it's, I think that the grassroots has a long, longer staying power than the, than the, the, the top-down approach, uh, because, you know, by the time, you don't have to sell it into the company. When you do a top-down approach, you have to sell the company and the employees into believing in whatever latest and greatest thing is, and you're going to find quite a few skeptics, whereas if it grew from usage to, uh, you know, proper utilization, it's a lot easier to, to, to sell it out and to, to get people to, to take on it. And uh, so what are the topics that you've been discussing on your uh, panels and uh, in general in your uh, uh, well, walking around talking? So, yeah, so, so the panels are really varied. I don't think that the panels is a true reflection of what, what's going on here. Well, that, that's not what you like about uh, CCE, is it? No, I like the conversations. I like, I like to walk around and talk to people. I think that I, 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 I participated in one panel so far. I have a couple more coming. Um, I participated on, like, you know, uh, from the audience in another panel or two. But most of the time I spend talking to people and just basically validating or vetting uh, ideas and research findings and things like that. I think that we are in a transformational stage for business uh, that, that is going to take the next, you know, decade or, or if not longer to get there. And people are starting to realize that. How can you that. still operate in a, in a time scale of decade? I mean, that I always operate like in forever. decades. I, I, I don't have the concept of short-term thinking. I, I always operate in decades. I came to Gardner, and the, my training in Gardner was the, the Art of the Long View by your colleague and uh, esteemed uh, author, uh, Peter Schwartz. The Art of the Long View talks in like 20 plus years as anything that's worth talking about. Short-term, nothing, nothing matters. Short-term is just, well, what are you doing? You're proving the fact that somebody gave you a million dollars and returned a million dollars? That's great. But what's the value to the company? It's not a million dollars. You could have generated that a million different ways, probably for less money that you spend. You need to have a long-term perspective. Without the decade-long view, you're never going to get to where you're trying to go. But if you know you took a decade-long uh, view five years ago, when yeah. so much wasn't happening then for you to have a and you change it as you go along. Oh, okay. So it's a no, it's not static. You can never you can never have a static strategy no matter what. Even in a year-long strategy, you can never be static about it.
this is this is why technology is actually helping us create all these you know, better strategies because we actually see technology helping us make decisions in real time that we couldn't before. AI helps you make decisions in real time that you couldn't do before. It gives you all the data, it gives you all the analysis of the data, and then you can actually look at the data and look at the results and say, wait a minute, this is not working, versus like, you know, taking that decision six, five, six weeks, months later when you get the reports and you realize that it didn't work. This is the biggest change that we have in, in, in enterprises today. Digital transformation is about like, you know, eliminating time lag in everything that we do. How does that uh, help us? Us being enterprises, you and I. Just, you know, I mean, is there a difference between you and I and enterprises? We act in a capacity of advisors to enterprises, so it helps us by creating more confusion, which brings more more need for what we do. <laughs> well, that's a kind of self-centered approach. Well, <laughs> that's why they want to define us. I mean, you know. Uh, that's what I'm asking you is, uh, what's the fundamental here? Is this the, the rate of change now being somewhat absorbed, uh, slowing down the, the strategy in favor of, of being able to take advantage of the incredible gains that we have in terms of real time, for example? So that, that, that's a great question. That really is a great question because, I mean, I don't think that virtually any of the executives that I talk to take that type of uh, perspective on what they're trying to do. So what are they saying to you? Uh, short term versus long term. Short term is what's my bonus going to be this year, and how do I get there? Uh, long and term. Are asking you about that, or they, in different ways? I mean, they, they already have the, the objectives set out for the year or the next couple of years in a contract. So they're saying, look, I need to get here. So how do I get here, right? And and you know, how do we leverage technology to get there? But but there, there's there's a smaller segment, about a third of executives, that in addition to the short term, I want to get my bonus. They have the health and the, the, the viability, sustainability of the company as one of their main objectives, main goals, and they look in long term, you know, three, five, seven, ten years even. So uh, what are you recommending? I'm recommending embracing the concept of eliminating time lags in everything that we do. Okay, I mean, so let's drill down on that. Explain what you mean by that. I mean, obviously, real time, uh, you know, real time with, is as you get into uh, one panel was talking about 5G yesterday, and right. which... Uh, we'll see how long that takes. Yeah, but that's a technological out. definition of real time. They, 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 when I was a gardener in the 2000s, in the early 2000s, we had this concept of the real time enterprise, which I don't know if you remember, but like we promoted it if it was Y2K, it was the next Y2K, right? Everybody's become a real time enterprise. And, and one of the early findings that we did through all the research and all the conversations and all the work we did is like there's no such a thing as a real time enterprise, but there's such a thing as a right time processing. Which is, you know, what's the perfect time, you know, measure of time for each process to execute, so you can optimize the outcomes and you can, you know, get what you're trying to get, essentially, right? And that's that's basically what we're talking about. It's not about real time, like everything needs to happen immediately. It's about removing the lagging processes that don't need the lag. It's about removing, for example, you know, somebody needing to approve uh, a, a, a transaction to go through. It's about removing the need to get information that is not connected to somehow be connected in, in a different way, or you know, usually through sneaker nets or Excel spreadsheets or access applications or reports. It's, it's you know, finding the way to create. Um, a, a model where everything happens in the time that it needs to happen, so decisions are made immediately versus delay. Uh, or as close to uh, how things have changed. Yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah.
So, you know, and if you, if you actually master that, right, then you get into optimization and you master that, then the next logical step is automation. Because once you have an optimized process that is actually well documented and, and consists of, like, you know, uh, instructions and rules and metadata and everything, you can actually create an automation rule for that process. And then, even then, thanks to all these different elements that you documented, you can actually make it uh, be dynamic and flexible and change as it goes along. So it's never static anymore. Okay, so uh, again, I'll use the uh, compression of uh, personal into uh, enterprise yeah. uh, to ask a, a question about the enterprise, but I'm asking it on a personal basis, which is how do you uh, adjust the uh, way you approach your daily life that you can then turn around and say to uh, a CXO, Look, this is what's happening. This is what is going to continue to happen. This is what. Here's a step plan that you need to uh, adopt to be able to leverage this right. capability potentially of reacting in the in the moment or in the now. So, so, so here's the thing. I mean. These concepts that we're talking about and, and, and the timelines of 10, you know, 10 years or so are, are fairly complicated for most people to understand, right? I, I can talk to you about, like, you know, 10 years from now we'll be doing this and chances are, A, I'll be off, and B, you won't see the same vision that I have because we come from different backgrounds. So what really helps is, is storytelling, right? And this is where you actually intertwine your personal life your personal life and your, uh, and your business uh, advice and, and, and what do you do, right? Uh, you know, the, the storytelling really helps. And then, you know, you and I were talking about this a, a little bit earlier, and, and we didn't go into detail, but the concept of parenting enterprise, right? I mean, I, my life now is about my kids. I have a 13 and 16-year-old kids. Um, what I do virtually all the time is, is you know, just, just parenting, 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 right? Which is great. But how do I take that concept of parenting, what I do with my kids, and actually apply it to the enterprise, and can we actually get some value out of that? I think that that's a very valid concept of, like, you know, how do you take the storytelling of um, everything that you do uh, in your personal life and bring it to the business life? I parent my kids in a certain way, and, and it is real time. I don't wait until, you know, th thanks to technology today, actually, this is a great example. Thanks to technology today, I can see my kids' grades the moment they get posted. Mm -hmm. I can follow my kids day through the day as they go through all the different classes and, and, you know, do well or don't do well in tests. And I can actually text to them, like, you know, I can't believe that you got a D. It can be, you know, great, great job getting an A or whatever it is. They hate it. But thanks to the, you know, advent of digital technology right, and all that. Surveilling yourself, basically. Right. But, but it also allows me to, like, you know, make better decisions about how, how they do. Right? I mean, if they have, you know... If they had a plan to go out with the friends, you know, in the afternoon, and they just failed three classes in a row, you ain't going out, kid. Sorry, right? And, and the same thing applies to what we're talking about in the enterprise. You know, the use of data, the use of digital transformation, the use of bringing all these things together. It, it, you know, it puts you in a role of actually parenting the processes that you're responsible for, and, and having the ability to make these all these things, you know, agile and dynamic and and, and, and flexible and whatever you want to call it. You know. Uh, running on their own automation, optimization, all these things that we're talking about gives you the ability to, like, you know, look at everything that you do as if it was, like, you know, your personal life and manage these things in, in, in a different time frame that you're used to. I mean, one of the biggest differences is, like, you know, you're going from managing a business in, in like, you know, two, three-year time frames or, like, you know, two or three weeks in some cases for processes or whatever it is, and then you go home and you're going to make real-time decisions. And that shift 
it's hard for a lot of people. But what if, you know, your enterprise life, your business life, and your, like, you know, personal life, they all basically are just a continuum of decisions that you make based on the proper automation, based on the proper optimization, based on the proper data being displayed. And you can literally go from, like, you know, order three more, three more of those, you need to study more history, and know you're not going out over the weekend and your phone is toast for the next two weeks, right? Oh, and by the way, yeah, that process is fine. Let's approve it and go put it automated. I mean, why, why can't you do this? This is the, the panacea, right? This, this is the dream, the, 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 what we're looking for. It's like the ability to like just do what we do, re, remain the experts in all the processes and just make the decisions based on the data that we have available. And, and, you know, and that, that would probably uh, have some significant impact in how we uh, work, uh, where we work, yeah. uh, you know, how we use these technologies to be able to span time and space? It's, it's been a while, but I remember Mark Benioff said that, like, you know, he, he used to tell this story during a keynote where he went to visit a client and the CEO wasn't there, so he moved to the CEO's computer, logged into Salesforce, and, and was, you know, working on, on Salesforce in the, the, for, for the company. And when the CEO came in and said, what do you do? He's like, you know, I'm running my business. You can run a business from anywhere because, you know, we have access through, through, through the cloud. Right, and, and that stuck with me because that's essentially what we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about like right here, as we're recording this, you can get a notification of something that matters for business and take care of it in real time. Get, get all the data you need, get the notification, put all the things together, make an expert decision, solve the issue, and continue to record this and this, and you're overlapping two or three different lives without any problem.